Okay, everyone, welcome back to another episode of With Love Alexa. I am having today is just Justin Atherton, a peak performance consultant who helps professionals in high stress careers to be more productive and remove anxiety and balance out of their business and personal life. Um, I think this is a really cool topic, especially because a lot of jobs and a lot of careers can be very high stress, which can also bleed into your personal life. Um, hi, Justin. How are you? Alexa, I'm great. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. I'm so glad uh, we could do this. I'm excited to learn more about like what you do and all about um, your, the traveling you've done. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm always glad to share some thoughts and insights, So. So if you want to start by like maybe just telling us a little bit about you and your background, maybe how you got your start in consulting. Sure. So I actually started in law enforcement about 13 years ago. And through my career, I've been a training officer. I was a patrol sergeant, a detective, and a member of the SWAT team. And through every aspect of my career, I was always a mentor, always helping train you know newer officers learn how to do the job better whether it was in a supervisor position or a training officer position and i also um teach classes on interview techniques and leadership classes to law enforcement and so it was for me it was a very easy transition to move over into the idea of of consulting because i was able to take the skill set that i've learned and the tools along the way and pass them on to not just people within my career, but business owners, entrepreneurs, you know, family, you know, people, men and women, like just to be able to pass it on to as many people as possible. And, and that's been my goal over the last two years. That's so cool. And like being a police officer, SWAT, like all those, that must have been like crazy experiences. Yeah, there was a, yeah, a few crazy experiences along the way. So for sure. So when you decided to do like this consulting, were you still a police officer or and did it part time or did you take it full time from when you started? So I'm actually still a police officer now. And um, so my business is what I do in all of my off time. So that it that takes up uh, a lot of extra time for me uh, working on the business and having phone calls with my clients and, and meetings. So. Um, I haven't transitioned yet into it being full-time. I feel like I have two full-time jobs, but that's that's where I'm at in the stage right now. Okay, very cool. So where are you a police officer? Uh, near Houston, Texas. Okay, so that's like your main area. Yes, it is. Is that like, do you just do work and everything all in Texas or do you travel so my business allows me to have clients all over the place. The majority of my clients, uh, for whatever reason, are on the coastlines, either California or New York or Florida. Um, so most of my conversations that I have are over the phone or by computer. And so it allows me to run the business from wherever I am. I, I do travel a lot. I spend a lot of time in California because I do have family out there. So I, I split my time between Texas and California. Very cool. Do you ever want to like stay in one place or do you like the like the traveling or do you hope to travel more? 
Yeah, I do like the idea of traveling. My girlfriend and I like to plan lots of um, small trips. Over the last year, we went different places, uh, New Orleans, Vegas. Um, I know we're planning on going to Virginia this coming year. So um, I'm all about traveling. That I can work while I'm on vacation, that's the, that's the best thing. If I need to have a call with a client in the morning, while I'm, you know, sitting on the beach, I like that's great. I'm all, I'm all in for that. That sounds just like the life. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be on a beach all the time and working. That'd be fun. <laughs> I mean, not all the time. I know you don't do it all the time, but yeah. What um? So when you started the business, did you start in where you're like at the police station, or where did you kind of like get your start? You know, I actually, I actually hired a coach myself, and from talking with him, just working through some different ideas, and he, he was the one that actually re- helped me realize that what I was passionate about was mentoring people. Like that's, that's what I lit up about whenever we had conversations, and so I transitioned into coaching people, and, and it's, it's. It slowly shifted along the way. It started out as, you know, g- generic life coaching, which which everyone out there nowadays considers them a coach, right? Yeah. And you right, and um, so mine has shifted over the last uh, year and a half to be more consulting. So coaches don't normally give advice. You know, the, uh, the International Coaching Federation actually talks about how you shouldn't give advice it's more about coaxing the answers out of your clients but sometimes you need to tell your client hey you're being a dummy like do you hear what's coming out of your mouth do you hear what's going on do you hear the limits that you're placing on yourself and so i'm i'm very upfront i'm very blunt with my clients and when they sign up that they understand that that's what they're getting from me because um sometimes you need to be called out on on the bs that you're saying because we have a tendency to lie to ourselves, and if you don't have someone pointing that out, then you're going to continue to act in that way, and it's going to limit what you do in your life. Yeah, cause especially because like sometimes you'll end up believing that, like the lie, just because you've told it or you're feeling it so many times that sometimes it just makes it almost feel real. Yeah, we we actually do create our reality with the the thoughts and the words that we um, use because. If you say, if you create a limit for yourself, you're like, oh, I can't complete that goal until I do A, B, C. You literally just created limits for yourself. Like, if, if those aren't part of the goal, the A, B, C, those things you need to get out of the way, you literally just place them in your way. Right. So, if, if, if there's so many different examples, and whether it's listening to that internal voice, or actually the language that you use that hinders yourself or where you're actually lying to yourself and that's a big area that I focus on okay I like that and I feel like to have like if I had a coach I would want someone to like be there to like call me out if I was doing something because maybe I don't even realize I'm doing it yeah otherwise it's just someone that's like listening to you I guess yeah (laughs) there's a big difference between you know, therapy, coaching, and then consulting. There's a shift a- along right. the way. And, it, and the, the reason that I do it, and I explain it to my clients, is I'm not there with you for the rest of the week. Like, if we have a, a one-hour call every week, 
I have to call you out on your stuff right now when I hear it, so you start doing the same thing when I'm not around. Right. And so it's about teaching those skills for you to be able to listen to yourself. And also, like, we have a hard enough. Yeah, we have a hard enough time listening to other people. Well, we're really not listening to what comes out of our own mouth most of the time either. Yeah, a lot of times, isn't it the saying or something goes, um, do as I say and not as I do or something? <laughs> I've always got, I, I hear that one a lot, like, from, like, people, but, because it's like when they're not, they're, they'll give advice or whatever, but they don't follow it on themselves. Sure. But, <laughs> um, so... Did you do any, like, classes or learning besides, like, working with your own coach? Or did you just, like, work with a coach? So I, I did I did go to some classes and did get certified in, in being a life coach. But what I found is that the trainings that I've been to along the way in emotional intelligence and communication skills far outweigh any training that's out there to be a coach or to be a consultant. And so, like I said, I'm part of um, a company that teaches interview classes and leadership classes with a large focus on emotional intelligence and communication skills. And so what I've seen is those skill sets trump anything out there as far as training in order to be a coach or to be a consultant. Yeah, I actually, um, in college, I was a communications major, so... Mm -hmm. I like learned a lot about like communication within businesses or like personal, like interpersonal, big groups, like all kind of different ones. And it's really interesting. And like yeah, I noticed a it a lot more. Yeah. Well, and once you go to those training, like you said, you start noticing things more, even in yourself, how you communicate, how you see other people communicate. So definitely going to those type of communication classes is huge. And then throwing the emotional intelligence on top of that, and then it it just snowballs. Yeah, I because I I'll still remember this like one thing I learned was like when you hear someone say like well followed by something, it's most likely going to be something like they might not want to hear. <laughs> and when someone answers with oh, it's like they're saying like it's even subconsciously it's like they don't like the answer or they don't like what was said uh -huh. before. I thought it was really yeah. interesting. Yeah, there's so many different tricks um, and and ideas on listening to people. That's actually another focus of mine is vocabulary awareness, which is focused on or comes it comes from a police training on content analysis or statement analysis. When you determine the truthfulness of written and spoken word um, using this tool, you can determine the truthfulness. So it's a very interesting tool. Oh. That's like a, that would be like a really cool tool, but like probably scary at the same time. <laughs> to like well, it, it, it's hard to turn it off. So when you're talking with family or friends and you notice it, sometimes you just have to stay quiet. <laughs> yeah. And like bite your tongue. <laughs> mm -hmm. But the way I teach it, I teach it more as a self-monitoring tool. So we, you can pick up when you're lying to yourself. Like times when we say, oh, I'm going to try to do this. I want to do this. I planned on doing this. What did you just say? You, you didn't say anything. You just talked about, like, all the things you didn't do. Right. 
And so, so when you change the language and you change it to instead of I want to do something, I am going to do that, it changes the actions that you take. Yeah. That's actually a good point. I never really, like, would think about it like that. No. Was, um, like, either maybe growing up or, like, working in the police department or just wherever, did you have anyone that kind of, like, inspired you to do, to be, like, self-growth or? You know, I, I would have to give that credit to one of the instructors that I work with that, that trained me up in the emotional intelligence and uh, interview and communication um, techniques. And his name is Tab Cooper. And he runs the company with his wife, Mary. And so both of them together are prior law enforcement, um, working with you know federal agencies. And then also Tab went on to be a business professor. And so really working with him and learning these skill sets within emotional intelligence and all the communication, I would say that he was the biggest influence in moving into the consulting arena. Okay. That, yeah, that's, yeah. There's always like that one person that kind of just like sparked your even more. Mm -hmm. What, um, what is some of your, like, I guess favorite, maybe not favorite, but like, type of clients do you like the best like do you like working in the police force or with like business people well the, the people that tend to um uh contact me are business owners people that are in either high stress jobs um sometimes it's prior military as well you know they've gotten out of the military and started their own business and they they connect with me because you know i I am law enforcement. I've done SWAT, so they like that aspect. Um, but it's no, there's no one client that I, I like to work with. But it's it's the mentality. That's what I, I look for because I don't work with everybody that that contacts me because, like I said, I'm I'm very blunt. I'm very upfront, and some people can't handle that, and that's fine. That's not a good thing or a bad thing. That's just how it is. Because I've, I've had people that um, maybe got offended on our very first conversation. And when I notice that, I end up referring them to another coach that I think can help them. Because I, I'm not going to take on a client that is not going to be a good fit. And so it, it's a disservice to them and it's a disservice to me to work with them. And so the people that can take the, the brutal honesty are people that I look for, and those are the clients that, that get the most out of my training. Okay, yeah, that, that like, makes sense, because it has to still be a good fit, like... Yes, 100%. Because otherwise it's not going to work. Yeah. Uh, can you give us a little insight into, like, your program? Like, maybe sure. some of the things you do? Yeah, so I, I focus on uh, three key areas. It's your mentality your emotional fortitude, and your health consciousness. And I believe that all three of these areas uh, help the other three, and so there's not one that's more important than the others. So we touched on a couple aspects. So like within the mentality, the foundational tool that I teach is the vocabulary awareness and being very clear on the words that you're using when you talk about the actions that you take. And you have to master that 
in order to create new actions within your life and to start behaving in different ways. So that's the foundational tool that I teach within mentality. Now, emotional fortitude, you know, people have a tendency to think oh, when you talk about emotions that it, it's we're, we're sitting around a campfire holding hands and singing Kumbaya, right? But it's it actually takes a lot of strength to be connected with your emotions because we can't control, like there's science behind this. We can't control the fact that emotions come up. Emotions are um, un- involuntary actions or reactions to our environment. Right? And they last a very short time. Um, but then our thoughts about our emotions uh, turn into feelings and they make them persist. So focusing on the emotional fortitude is your ability to quickly recover from setbacks, disappointments, and failures. And within that, I teach a tool that's called the Emotional Matrix, which is a tool that you use to expand your emotional vocabulary because most of us use only a handful of words when we talk about our emotions, right? So it's like people say, I'm mad, I'm angry, I'm sad, I'm happy. And that's about it. Maybe they, they're like, oh, I'm really mad or I'm irritated. But it's, I, I would bet that the majority of people use less than 10 words to describe all of their emotional states. I can and see when that. you get very specific, the more specific you get, you can discover the reasons behind them. Because you can have one incident happen and you could feel three shades of fear. You could be terrified, worried, and uneasy. Those are three different emotions that fall under the umbrella of fear. Yeah, and then you can really tell by those words like how they're actually fear, like feeling through not just fear. Exactly, because think about how different they are. Being terrified from to worried or anxious and then going to uneasy. Those are so completely different, but they all fall within that category of fear. So you have to get very specific with your emotions so you're able to process them quickly and they get back to being a functional person rather than carrying around, you know, being mad at the guy that cut you off at 8 a.m. and you're still mad at 5 p.m. when you're going home. So that's that's a huge key to productivity and just letting that stuff go. And then the, the final piece is health consciousness, like really working on your, your physical health, you know, whether it's hydration or getting enough sleep or um, not exposing yourself to different toxins or being on your phone too long. All these little key things that add up in our life to diminish our energy levels, our mental clarity, and just our overall quality of life. So those are the three areas that I focus on in my program. And how long is your program? Is it like a set? So the the group program that I set up, it's there's I have two different ones that I, I do for my clients now. There's a ninety day program and then there's a there's a six month program and there's there's different levels that, that people can sign up for, but normally about either three months or six months. Okay. That that's really cool. And is it all like and you said you can do that like over the phone or the computer or are those like in person? Sure, most of them are over the phone. Um, we also do group calls over um, the computer, so face-to-face um, over the computer as well. If there is a chance that um, 
we're in the same area and we we get a chance to, to meet face to face we do that as well and um also once a year we do a, a group event so all the clients get together and, and we have uh, an intensive training for a few days that's so cool that sounds like uh it's like a really cool like job and experience but also probably high stress sometimes too you know, it, it can be draining sometimes, you know, going from call to call. But, you know, it, it's it's worth it because I get so much out of helping other people. Like, like that's what gets me up in the morning. You know, I think that's why I became a police officer years ago, like to help people. And seeing now in, in this career, in this business, I can see immediate impact in my clients' lives. And it's so rewarding to me to get that phone call back and be like, oh, hey, look what I'm doing now. Like, I overcome this. I've got less anxiety. Like, you know, my relationship with my wife is better. Like, that's rewarding to me to get that feedback from my clients. Yeah, that that's what I like, too. It's like being able to talk to different people in, like, different areas all about, like, self-help and just, and it's, like, nice to hear, like, I listened to your podcast and I needed that today. Like, it's just a good feeling. Yeah, definitely. Um, so as we wrap up, is there anything else you want to tell us about you, your program, anything we didn't cover? No, I, th- I think we covered everything. I mean, the best way to get a hold of me, there's a couple different ways, either going on my website, which is confidenceunchained.com. And you can also find me on LinkedIn under Confidence Unchained and uh, Facebook as well under Justin Atherton. I think it's Justin W. Atherton. But those are the best ways to get in contact with me and, and to check out my program and to uh, get the free content, the free video series that I put out there. All right. Well, I will um, put all that in the episode description. So they'll be able to like, click right. on it and take, go right there. Uh, thank you, Justin. It's been a really fun episode and I learned a lot and I'm excited to learn more and see where you go yeah thank you Alexa I, I appreciate you having me on and, and I hope that uh, that your audience gets something out of that so thank you again for having me thank you and that was another episode of with love Alexa I'll see you guys next week bye <laughs>